The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good morning, Rod Squad. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds, but we were in the arena at the same time. Where I was there with him. This is the Rod Peterson Show. What a wonderful intro. Good work, boys. It reminds me a lot of going to that Dolphins game over a year ago now with Dan Marino. He was in the luxury suite and I was in the no suites. But hey, we were there the same stadium. And uh, it's been a very interesting day today. I've lost my spit a few times. And I, I know this guy aligns with me. He is the quintessential hockey guy. Rich Sutter joins us from Lethbridge, Alberta. Uh, 874 games, 13 seasons, 315 points, 14, 11 pims. How you doing? How you doing, Rich? I like that smile on I'm your great. face already. What's up, bud? I'm great. I'm just, you know, I'm just sitting there listening to you guys. And, uh, yeah, it's disappointing to see how the soccer team ended up today again. So. Yeah, two one loss. Yeah, yeah two one loss to Morocco, and they're coming home. I guess what is? I, I don't know. I don't think you're any bigger soccer guy than me. What is your take on the the way this went down? Well, honestly, I think I've tried to follow it quite a bit here in the last couple of weeks because it's hard not to uh, get wrapped up a little bit in supporting the, the group. And obviously, I think the Belgian game was the one that they could have won. Uh, could have really set them on their way a little bit, but. I think the Croatia game was quite a disappointment. And the start today, obviously, uh, I'll be honest, after the 25th minute, I kind of got disappointed and walked away from it. But uh, at least they made it interesting. Look, they had their chances. I just didn't think they uh, shot the ball, whatever, however you want to say it. They had their chances and never, uh, I think they overpassed at times today. So, um, anyways. It's a start. I mean, let's get ready for 2026 now, right? It's a good experience for this group. Absolutely. And uh, we brought you on, of course, to talk hockey, and I appreciate the soccer analysis. But, again, for our listeners in Metro Atlanta, which we had this chat the last time you were on. You've had good times in Atlanta. Uh, Richie played for the Philly Flyers, Pittsburgh Penguins, Vancouver Canucks, St. Louis Blues, Chicago Leafs and Lightning, and we got a lot to get to, Rich. I appreciate you coming on. Three, six, nine, 11 games tonight. I really don't where, know where to start. Other than this is where I will start. This is what's in my mind. Your brother, Daryl, said a while back that the Flames 
were too focused on individual accomplishments until he showed up. And he wasn't saying that. He's not a me guy. You know what I mean? It's got to be about team here, not individual. Can you explain to the laypersons what he meant by that? Well, I think the game is hard enough to win. The the the, the sliver of uh, winning and losing is so tight every night that you know you've got to play a strong, structured, team oriented game, and it comes down to you sacrificing one's some some of one's abilities or whatever talents to uh, for the betterment of the group. Uh, is what was lacking in Calgary big time. Um, and I think Daryl came in and really changed that. Uh, it was obvious last year. I, I think they're on the cusp of still something this year. Uh, I think probably the worst thing that the team could have, have wished for was the way the schedule played out, uh, knowing full well that with you know you got a you got some really important new players to your group, but you're starting out playing eight games at home when you're probably better off being at least four or five of those on the road. I think that stunted their their uh, start. Uh, I think you're finally starting to see some things happening now with the group. Uh, some of the new guys starting to finally fit in and, and starting to feel a little better about themselves. I think the other night was a good step in the right direction where they had uh, they had scoring throughout the lineup. Uh, guys that needed to score scored, start to feel good about themselves. Look, coming home after a long road trip like that. Uh, I was at the game, and I didn't think they played particularly well in spots. But I think that's uh, it's hard to cut a long road trip. There wasn't a lot of energy uh, at times, but I think they found a way, and they got some they got some good results. And hopefully, they can continue to roll with it tonight. Uh, with Montreal in town, and I, I no, I don't apologize for talking so much flames because we do have a lot of viewers in Calgary and Southern Alberta, and um, so. They pumped Florida the other night, 6 nothing or 6-2. I watched the game, 3 nothing Flames after the first period. Is it too early to say now who won the trade? Will we ever be able to say who won the trade, Flames or Panthers? It was a good hockey trade. You know, I think it's it's been a good trade for Florida already. Uh, it's going to be a good trade for Calgary. Look, these two guys are signed long-term. They're good. First of all, they're, they're good, strong people. Then they're good hockey players. And I think it's... It's not a matter of, of, of if, it's a matter of when this group's going to settle down and these guys are going to be a big part of it. And again, I think I saw some really strong things uh, the last few games. I think it's just uh, the matter coming together. Confidence is the biggest thing, and I think the biggest thing is uh, they got to get their number one goalie going. Are the teams as obsessed with declaring a winner in a trade as the media and fans? No. No, uh, I think we we as fans, uh, and I think especially the media, get way uh, too ingrained in this. Uh, they need to let it go a little bit. Look, uh, um, look at Matthews done in Florida already. Uh, he's had results. He's played well. Um, it was a lot harder situation for those guys to leave Florida, come to a spot where like they weren't the ones asking out. They weren't the ones wanting out. Uh, so it's a bit of the kick and you know what for those two guys. Uh, but the biggest thing is, look, they've got their contracts done. Um, they put things aside. They're ready to go. You can tell them how they're starting to play. Matthew Kachuk off to the best start of a new Panther ever. 29 points in 21 games. So Florida could claim 
a win if they wanted to, and we know that the Flames are going to be great with those other two guys. Now, we will move on. I, every week, Rich, I do a top five, bottom five in the NHL, and I got lazy this week. I just took the five top overall standings, and the Seattle Kraken are in it. How long is this going to go on for, man? What are they doing there? Well, you know, I'm happy for their group because they, you know, they hopefully they've turned the corner a little bit. But you know, confidence is a is a crazy thing in this sport and in any sport for that matter. And uh, this team has got some confidence and some swagger within themselves. Look, they're they're not an overly talented group. They've got to play with sound structure. Uh, I think Dave Lowry has has been a very underrated addition to that coaching staff. Uh, his experiences in uh, uh, in the game about how to, you know, do a whole lot, accomplish a whole lot with not a whole lot uh, in in his in his bucket in terms of talent. Davey epitomizes that. Uh, I think this group has finally started to figure some things out, and look, they're getting some goaltending, which is obviously a big difference. Martin Jones has been pretty good for them, uh, and and Beniers has been awesome. Uh, I I just think that. They're going to be fine. Are they going to be a playoff team? They look like it at this point, but I still think that uh, you know some some teams are going to come back to the pack a little bit, and some teams are going to get better as we as we just spoke about. So uh, the two Alberta teams, I definitely look for them to be much better as well. So, well, they're all in a playoff spot. Last I looked, Flames and Orders are in the last two wild card spots, so we expect they'll both move up. But I talked to Jordan Eberly at the golf classic at bear spa this summer and i asked Ebs what's going on in seattle and he goes i absolutely love love it there i love it and he goes we missed the playoffs but you know what at least the islanders missed the playoffs too that made it easier but he loves it there's something's yeah. got to be said for that loving the market rich not i don't think well, every player can say that no i i think uh you know there was a huge adjustment for a lot of those guys this past year, you know, not knowing players, not knowing each other that well, other than knowing the odd guy. But uh, it was a big, it was a big adjustment for that group last year. I think they settled in. They had a good summer to settle in, get the training in place. Guys get healthy, um, and and add some players to the roster that are NHL players, and and they've done they've done a good job with that. It's obviously they didn't do it like what Vegas did, but uh, you know, it might turn out just as well in the long run, um, especially cap wise, uh, from how they're spending their dollars and, and what they're doing with their groups. So I, I, I kind of like what they got going there. Am I surprised? Probably a little bit, but they've got some ability there and they, and they're playing much better as a group, which is, uh, the biggest thing. I got lots of time with you. I love this chat. Thanks for coming on, by the way. Talk to our boy Rico, as you know at a Wranglers game, and he had just been a... I just blew the trivia question. Who's the only guy that won a Grey Cup and an Avco Cup? Richard John Preston, as you know, ball boy with the 66 Riders and an Avco Cup with the J. He was in Winnipeg one year, Rich. What? And he was the last Avco Cup most valuable player. Now, see, typical Rico, he wouldn't tell me that. It's not about him, of course, right? But he just came back from, uh, oh, yeah, he had just come back from Winnipeg. And I said, uh, he was scouting there, as you know, and I said, what do you think of the Jets? And he gave me that look, like, they're it. (laughs) You know that look he gives, right? Um, What are we seeing out of the, 
Yeah. Oh, you don't think they're all that yet? What do you think about the Winnipeg Jets? They're better. There's no doubt. They're playing with much more confidence. They're playing much better, uh, more freely, I think, with their ability in some of their players. Uh, huge Josh Morrissey fan. Look what he's doing. And just it's just good to see that, you know, they've got some of their game back. Uh, the guys that have looked for rebound years are having that. It's early, but still they just threw the quarter pole. So, it's it's really good to see. It's good for hockey in our country. It's good for the fans of Winnipeg, and and they've got themselves in a position that you know what we're playing well. Look at our record, and let's keep this going. I I'm actually with you. I think the problems that dogged that team under Paul Maurice will catch up to them eventually. Although, do do you do you see it that way? Because I do. There's not much changed other than the coach, or you know where. How do you see this well, it's playing kind of out? Weird because. You know, I I really enjoy talking to coaches around the league and 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 spending time with some of these guys. And uh, Paul Maurice is without a doubt one of my favorite people, and I think is a tremendous coach. But you know, he'd been there a long time, and sometimes the 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 voice, the, the tone uh, gets a little bit old. And it's uh, look, uh, Rick has come in and done a tremendous job. He's let these guys play more freely. He's made them certainly as equally or probably more so accountable within the group. Uh, he's let them figure out their leadership uh, inside that room, and he's left that room alone, I'm sure, after he uh, sat down with individuals over the summer. It's paid off, and uh, uh, Rick, Rick knows his stuff. He's been around for a while. Obviously, he's had great success. Um, I'm not surprised where the group is at. Uh, we do have Vancouver Canucks fans that watch this show, but they don't say much of late. You're a lot, you're an alum. Um, what do you see on the horizon for the Canucks that haven't been in a playoff spot all year? And I don't see that changing. You know, Rod, I just spent five days out there, uh, went to a game, uh, sat and listened to a lot of the alumni guys that are kind of around the group or around the team and, and really follow it. Uh, they seem to have gotten some things turned around there. Look, they're a better group than everyone thinks they are. I give them credit for it. I really believe that. Uh, yeah, their defense is probably not where they'd want it to be on the back end or what it needs to be. Uh, Spencer Martin has come in and, and really solidified them in, the, in, the, in that a little bit. Hopefully it'll allow Demko to get his game back in place from a practice standpoint and get, right, and get going again, which they're going to need big time from him. Uh, but it's just it's good to see them playing better, even though they you know they kind of stepped on their toes there a little bit two nights ago against Ovi. So, um, hmm. but the biggest thing they they seem to have gotten their game back a little bit. Now can they climb out of the hole that they dug themselves? And and uh, it's so tight. Like I said, this, the 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 margins for error and winning and losing every night are so tight that uh, you know, they've got to play well and they've got to they've got to win. You know. Probably for the next twenty games, they got to win three at every four to really get themselves truly yeah. back in the picture. We got a little more than a minute. Do you have a WHL update or thought for me? Uh, how closely are you following what's going on in the dub? I'm only following the Pats, and I, I see Bedard's still there. Was, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was disappointed. They thirty six shots in, in Calum's last day and allowed nine goals. So obviously, something didn't go so well for them, but. The game that really interested me last night was the game that 
that my son Luke and and Reed uh, Reed Peterson were at was was the uh, Portland Seattle game that they were really excited about getting into. And it ended up being a three one game, and that's you know two of the three top teams in the West, and maybe even three of the top five or six teams in the whole league uh, squaring off last night in a big match in Portland. So it must have been a good game, three one. Uh, it's going to be very curious to see, you know, it, some teams have made their deals early, right? Like Seattle certainly did with another big deal the other day of Noah Allen out of Prince Albert. Uh, teams are lining themselves up to get themselves ready to take a run at this. And I think Seattle has pretty much got their uh, their guys in place now. So the words Bedard's going to stay in Regina, that hasn't, I was hoping you had heard something otherwise. No, I have not heard a word, and I don't. I, I think it's gonna what's gonna take the. You can't. You can't. Load, you can't back up the Brinks truck in junior hockey. So it's you're gonna have to. You know, you look at what what Seattle gave up the numerous picks and a couple of players for for Noel. I mean, what is Connor Bedard gonna be worth? It? At least a, at least a bus and uh, half a team, right? So, um, I I just don't know what team can do that. Not anymore. It's like they've waited too long. Not, Rich, not thanks for the. Rod, they're not going to have it for one year. Rod, Connor Bedard might only be here for a year, right? So it's an awful big risk. At, at least if they were trying to get a deal, <laughs> yeah. I would feel. Better. I know you're you're <laughs> you wanting know? you're wanting something to happen, aren't you? Yes, so for the for the best yeah. of the kid, for the Western League, for the Pats, for whoever gets them. You understand that? Oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure John's had discussions, so, but I, I don't know. I just, uh, I'd be really surprised to see it happen. That's the word. Okay, Richie, thanks for this, man. You're the best. Keep in touch. Thanks for watching, as always. Take care. Stay warm down there. They're great. Hey, you betcha. The well, 27, 28 today got caught in a rainstorm in my Jeep, but I'll survive. The great Rich Sutter uh, joining us today. We'll be b- right back. It's the RP Show, Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, here we go. It's the RP Show. Your fave on the first day of December. How about that? As uh, we bring in the moose. And uh, I think, moose, what we'll do is we will open it up to everybody. We've had uh, quite a buffet of sports talk today. It's been an interesting show. I'm going to read a couple comments from the 902 text line on that. And then we'll get to the NFL. Hold me to it. Jeff Caldwell. Jeff Caldwell is watching in uh, Redmond, Oregon. You okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think so. 
He says, I feel the same about Zegras and his skills competition in Anaheim. Worst record in the league. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in Anaheim, and I'm pumping the brakes, calling our favorite scout from the Ducks, and you know who that is. I'm like, ah, just, I'll leave him alone. Yeah. He's not going to want to talk anyways. My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says, there's something in my tree. Have oh. you noticed anything? Have you? Yeah, I think it's probably just the local squirrel. He's kind of okay. nutty. <laughs> Regarding nice guys, and I'm, you know, in this, as you know, a bit of a quandary here in life right now. Dougal Cameron uh, writes in, he's in Calgary. And he says, Wally Buono wasn't a nice guy either. He also won. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what do we want? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing was, with because I'm fiery and competitive, and I was just a radio guy. Imagine if I was on the field or a coach. My God. And Wally's a fiery, competitive guy. We hated each other. Hated <laughs> for years. And now we see, he's been on this show multiple times. And actually, Wally's not a jerk. He just wants to win and doesn't tolerate people not doing their jobs and doesn't tolerate excuses. Does that make you a jerk? I guess. You want to win or not have your feelings hurt? Pick one. Um, Corey in Regina. Corey Mark. You know Corey. Thanks for coming to our party, Corey. A great cup. Yes. He says, Connor Bedard will not get traded. Well, it's certainly looking that way. Am I completely out to lunch? Because I've only been in the game since I was eight. Okay. I, I don't know anything, I guess. That wanting Bedard to be traded. Why is that such a swear word? Um, well, I don't know if you saw the video that's making its rounds from the press conference. I believe it was in Kamloops um, where John Paddock got upset with the reporter who kept asking about the trade and are you going to trade him? And to paraphrase, John said, I saw this Christmas uh, song where it was spoken in 300 different languages. And he said, do you not speak English? <laughs> it was it was great. I admire John. I like John. And I, you know, the media have kind of been told, you know, we answered this, we're not answering it. And I think why they're not talking about it too, and, and one thing that John mentioned is that Bedard has a no-trade clause. And it's not that Bedard has a no-trade clause say and nobody it. else does. It's 16- and 17-year-old players have no-trade clauses. They can't be moved without their permission. 16-year-olds have to request a trade, and 17-year-olds need to, agree to it it's to save them from bouncing around schools so if Bedard doesn't and he said Bedard doesn't want to go he wants to stay in Regina wants to be a Pat and that'll be Connor Bedard's choice no I'm glad I asked you that then I guess I bet I'm not sure I totally go along with that when I've got teams literally calling me saying can you use any influence you might have to convince the owner to trade Connor Bedard and I'm like "Uh, I don't have any influence bro leave me alone um, some good comments here. They're all good. Jeff, the Stamps fan, he's on fire today regarding that Ken Austin to the Riders rumor offensive coordinator. He goes, this coming from the headquarters, Ken Austin would be very interested in being Riders offensive coordinator in 2023. If Ray Elgard and Jeff Fairholm can pass their physicals. How about that? <laughs> Randy in Winnipeg wants to know who won our Jersey challenge the first two days 
Uh, Clark, if you have the image handy, can you throw it up? This is today's poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Which of these reverse retro jerseys do you like the best, the New York Islanders or the New York Rangers? I initially voted for the Islanders, and I don't know why. I, I didn't know what the Rangers jersey was, and then I saw it. I'm like, no, 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 I want to take my pick back. I want to vote for the New York Rangers. And uh, so the answer the question was, who won the last two days? Florida stomped Tampa on day one. Vegas narrowly beat Arizona on day two. And if I may, you said you're voting for the Rangers like me. I'm voting for the Rangers on this one, yeah. But I think this will be a very close vote. I think they're both beautiful. Yeah. Um, Oh, so I said NFL. Thanks for reminding me. Thursday night football. You're going to like this. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills head to New England looking for their first division win of the season. Week 13 is loaded with several playoff-type matchups, starting with the 8-3 and three Bills visiting the 6-5 and five Patriots tonight. Five other games on Sunday also feature winning teams playing against each other. The Bills already lost to Miami and the New York Jets and will face all three of their division rivals over the next three weeks as the jumbled AFC East has a chance to send four teams to the playoffs. And I want to tell you about what's going on down here in terms of Dolphins fan, Dolphins. It's, it touches me. And I'll get to that. But Bill Belichick at the podium, Darren, was asked about the Bills. It's a really good football team. They do pretty much everything well. Good on offense, good on defense, good on special team. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> why, why bother? Anyways, like, why even bother coming out to do this news conference? You can use that clip every week. Yeah. It's a really good football team. They do pretty I, much I everything would, well. Yeah. I would bring Bill out in, uh, you know, if I'm part of the media team for the uh, New England Patriots, I'd say, Bill, I need you for an hour. Half an hour. Okay. Okay, Bill. Tell me what you think of the Dolphins. Tell me what you think of the Bills. Tell me what you think of the Jets. And I would just package all the press conferences because you know what he's going to say. You can do that in the preseason. Then you wouldn't have to bother him every week. <laughs> I know. I, it's the one thing that I really don't miss. I swear to God. Do you want to, again, get real for a minute again? I saw in Mike Stackhouse's column, which runs on our website, that he would hire Rod Peterson to be a play-by-play voice right now. But from what he understands, Rod doesn't want that life anymore. I'm glad the message got to you, Stack. No, I don't want that life anymore. No part of it. And part of it is this. I remember being in the lobby of the, um, that's where my back's getting sore on this stool, the Sheridan in, in Hamilton, the only nice hotel in Hamilton, the Sheridan, downtown. And I'm interviewing a guy by the name of Cedric Shaw. And that's not what's making me laugh. A comment by Carms, what's making me laugh. You wouldn't probably remember the name Cedric Shaw, or do you? Tell me if you remember the name Cedric. I don't. It was when the Riders were wearing the All Blacks, I think. Maybe a little before Uh, that. We just got Cedric Shaw, and he was a big deal. Cedric with an S, by the way. And I'm interviewing him in the lobby, and I'm like, Cedric, so you got the Thai Cats uh, here tonight? What do you got to do? We got to block. We got to tackle. I can't remember. We got to block and tackle. Something else. (laughs) I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. 
So what got you this far, uh, Cedric? What, what was your secret to success in your football career? What got you to the Saskatchewan front? Well, I was just good at blocking and tackling. <laughs> okay, so so what what are the keys to the game? What's the key to the game tonight, Cedric? For the Saskatchewan Rough Riders to pull off this big one, I just think we got a block intact. <laughs> Thank you, Cedric. Like, not they're not all like that. I mean, the worst part is the post game interviews. Win or lose, they're horrible. I sit there in a block of ice, could wring my shirt out, especially losses. It doesn't matter who you're interviewing. Chris Jones, frankly, was the worst when we had him. They tell me in Edmonton that he's really mellowed now. Win or lose, it was tough interviewing him. I hated the post game live because they could make, just like Belichick, they could make every question. Stupid? Or if yep. I asked a stupid question, if they cared, they could make you look smart. But they're, they're, you're basically, you're at their mercy. You know, I hated it. And I'm, even when times were good, I didn't like it. You know, when I do get around to writing that book, and to be honest, I'm sitting here reading Matthew Barnaby's book going, maybe it's about time I open that file on my MacBook and start pecking away at my memoirs. And I remember a Labor Day game where we just got stomped. We got killed the Rough Riders, and Danny Barrett wouldn't come out of his coach's locker room to do the interview. Wouldn't do it. And I'm on the air, like, killing 15 minutes by myself, talking about a sport I didn't even know, waiting for him. Wouldn't come, wouldn't do it. In the end, he never even did it. And I'm like, we're paying you to do it. Don't matter, I'm not doing it. Okay. The reason I laughed with Cedric Shaw was, there was, he had something going on. There was a rider record for consecutive carries without a fumble. And Cedric Shaw had like 127 carries without a fumble. So Daryl Davis put in the newspaper, Scoops as he was known, the guy that covered the Rough Riders for the Leader Post, that, that Cedric Shaw has now set a record, or he's approaching the record for fumbleless games, and the next game he fumbled. <laughs> and, uh, and Carm on the radio goes, I'm going to shoot Daryl Davis. <laughs> my color guy because <laughs> you knew exactly what he was saying jinxed oh, him oh and I and I and I knew yeah he jinxed him I knew what he was saying do you believe in that kind of stuff Kevin the medium do you believe in that kind of stuff do you Darren? yes but I don't know what it is like I, I'm with you when you say what I say isn't going to affect the outcome of the game like I do not have any control over this game but the universe does weird things that when that comes out in the paper, sometimes that's sure it happens to be the game that he fumbles the football. So there's something to it. I just can't put my finger on. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm not sure. Kevin, are you still here? Kevin, the medium, I want to know his take on this, on jinxes. Because on one hand, they yeah. say there's no such thing as luck. If you work hard, it's amazing how lucky you get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or, you know, they say what you put out into the universe. Be careful what you put out there. Um, John Ohm, Ohm in Winnipeg says, Dave Ritchie of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers was hilarious in interviews. What did you think of that play, Dave? Well, you saw it. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm just tired of. I'm tired of people being jerks. I mean, I could sit there and. Not June Jones wasn't a jerk, but I remember a news conference in Hamilton. Everybody knows the legendary June Jones. 
he sat there and he's like, do you guys remember who the quarterback was for the University of Houston in 1957? And we're all sitting there going, of course we don't. Oh, I did. His name was Bill Smith. And he did, just to put you up here above us. Yeah. You know, remember, I don't, not playing this stupid game anymore. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, Jim Korchinski on YouTube writes in and says, Hi, Rod. My 14-year-old daughter was refused admission November 30th at an Oil Kings game because she was underage. Security stated that all minors must be accompanied by a guardian to enter Rogers. Thank you for the update. From Kevin the Medium, he says, as the irrational fan, never test the universe. He says, as a spiritual person, never test the friggin' universe. So, Kevin, I was sitting watching the BC Calgary playoff game with him, and I'm trying to have a rational discussion with him, and he's losing his marble. And I'm like, Kevin, when your team's playing, you become an irrational fan. I can't even talk to you. And now he refers to himself as the irrational fan. I think he's proud of it. Do we have Killer next? Is Killer logged in? What up? Hello. Okay. Moose, are you coming back for overtime <laughs> or are you going to let me hang myself? No, I'll come back. You tell me what you want. Okay. We'll see you in 15 minutes. Okay. Kevin Keller Kaminsky joins us next. Yes, he is as entertaining as his name sounds. Stick around, everybody. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP show continues, and I love talking to and about this guy, Kevin Keller Kaminsky. Pride of Churchbridge, Saskatchewan, played 139 NHL games, 528 penalty minutes. He's the coach and general manager of the Lange Ice Wolves of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, coach of the year. And I love this, the minor league dashboard. Halifax Citadels, Fort Wayne Comets, Portland Pirates. Uh, Orlando Solar Bears, Providence Bruins, Las Vegas Thunder, and Keller, you coached in some pretty cool places too, right? Mississippi, am I right? Mississippi, Lafayette, Louisiana, Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah, the, coaching some great, uh, great places, man. Yeah, no kidding. And you know what? When you <laughs> went up to LaRange, I was like, hey, it's cold as hell up there, man. Uh, coming from Fresno, know, California. <laughs> what? Exactly. I, I should have been, I should have been uh, going the other way. Started in Saskatchewan and ending in Fresno. Yeah, well, you ended you're, up you're coach always, of the year. Wow, well, yeah. No, it's, it's, it, it's, it's been great. Uh, it's been great uh, up in the Rons. The, the, the board has been awesome to work with. Uh, the community is fantastic. Uh, you know, we've obviously the success on the ice has helped, but also the boys have done a tremendous job of getting involved in the community uh minor sports um you know started an nhlpa program skate where i think we get 30 brand new sets of equipment give them to the uh, kids that uh, you know are underprivileged and we go out and teach them uh, the game of hockey and 
like I said, we, we, we brought the fans back to the mill uh, with all our promotions and, and success both on and off the ice. You've reinvigorated the franchise. And I know you won't say that it was you alone, and I know that it wasn't, but you, you started it. So congrats, Keller. And, uh, and then Coach of the Year the first year you were there. LaRon, 17-8-1, but you took one on the chin in Estevan last night. What happened down there? Yeah, you know what? I thought we played a pretty darn good road game. Um, just unfortunately, our execution and uh, our finish wasn't there last night. Uh, they capitalized on uh, our mistakes, and we, we had some great looks, some great chances. We just uh, uh, couldn't finish last night. So, uh, But they, you know what? Estevan has a very good team. Um, you know, they got a very good goalie in Herdinka. And uh, you know what? They're... They, they, they play well, but we just, like I said, we had some great looks. Unfortunately, the puck just squirted through legs and uh, out the other side in the corner and, uh, you know, a few posts. But uh, you know what? That's the way the game goes. We've, uh, we've had some uh, good puck luck the last, uh, you know, seven wins in a row. And it uh, was, uh, I guess, that time that uh, uh, the, the, the puck gods weren't on our side. You know, uh, so you're, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm missing you, by the way, because the, you're in Regina right now, correct? You guys are hubbing out of there? What's, what's your schedule this week? Yeah, we played uh, uh, Notre Dame on Tuesday, Esteban last night. We have a day off today, and uh, obviously not for the coaches or working the phones here. It's a uh, uh, freeze deadline coming up at 5 o'clock today, so... Uh, and then we play uh, Weber tomorrow, and then uh, Estevan again Saturday, and then we head home. So four and five. Uh, Rand- Randy in Winnipeg's watching and says, Ice Wolves, I like the team nickname. Jennifer at the Four Seasons says, LaRange is beautiful country. By the way, if you want to go watch hockey tonight, Killer, get out of your room. The Four Seasons is the place, best place to go. Tell them I sent you. But just with the Ice Wolves, not only is it a great name, wonderful colors, like... That's a pretty cool thing you guys got going on up there. Yeah, I tell you what, it's, uh, you know, like I said, we've, uh, uh, I think we've, uh, like I said, branded uh, a, a good hockey team uh, with, uh, you know, resiliency, uh, unmatched work ethic, uh, playing physical, uh, and, and also using our speed and skill, using our assets uh, all around. And, you know, the last seven games, uh, you know, with the winning streak, I mean, the boys have bought in. The sacrifice has been unbelievable. We have blocked uh, so many shots and, uh, you know, just uh, just everyone is, uh, you know, trusting the foundation, trusting each other. Uh, we've got great goaltending in uh, Smitty and, uh, and Chirico and then our defense out has been unbelievable. And then forward, you know, like I said, forward-wise, we've been... Uh, scoring a lot of goals and, and keeping the puck out of the net as well. So it's been, uh, it's been a fun ride, and hopefully we can start a new uh, winning streak on Friday. Well, the thing is, I uh, came down to your camp in Saskatoon. I don't think it was your first year, maybe your second year, and all the hockey people were there. There were some great fights, which made their way onto social media and very quickly were taken off of social media. But I was like, Killer's got something going here. And for you to walk in and just, start a culture like that probably seemed i mean it's a lot of work but it seemed were you what should i say was that second nature for you to start that culture because it's just your way or you know how you know people would want to know how do you do that how'd you go about doing that well i, I think um 
obviously, you know, 28 wins in three seasons before we got there, uh, something yeah. had to change. And, and I, um, you know what, I, I think as a player, as, as a person, as a coach, I think whatever, oh gosh, whatever I do, I, I, I sometimes hate myself because I, I'm too intense. I, I'm too passionate, but uh, that's just, that's just the way I am. Um, you know, I, I, I want to win at everything, everything I do, I want to win at. And, uh, that, you know what, that's, that's just the way, like I said, if, if you're not going to play a team game and play the way, um, you know, the culture we're going to create here, then see you later. I, I mean, it's as simple as that. I, I want to have, I want guys to come in here and, uh, and, and learn how to be leaders, learn how to play the right 200 foot game um you know not only you know yes you you need the you need the different chemistry you need the assets for the goal scoring the playmakers but you you also need those guys to you know like you said finish your checks that's all we ask block a shot and, and then we then that that's contagious and and if your leading scorer is doing that then everyone looks at everyone else to do that as well. And, um, and, and I think that goes a long way when your leading scorer and your leaders provide that, uh, uh, I call it pride, the little things, um, you know, uh, and like I said, it's uh, uh, when, like I said, when you get everyone on, the, on that uh, same page, you can, you can be very successful and you can go a long way, especially in playoffs when you have that sacrifice that ev- you know everyone's going to be there to do it. Love the answer, uh, and the, the word that I take the most out of that is trust. On the very first day of our show, I brought in a stone with the word trust on it, and I gave it to Darren Dupont. I said, fundamental cornerstone of what we're going to do here is this, because if we don't trust each other, we're going nowhere. Keller, you, you and I got to get on the banquet trail of the, in the spring and summertime once you guys have won the SJHL championship and the Centennial Cup. You know the question that will come out is, who is the toughest guy ever fought? So I'll ask you now, since you're a fighter, and you played all those NHL games. Who's the toughest guy you fought up there? Ah, well, I mean, obviously, uh, Ty Domi's uh, one tough customer. I mean, you can't really hurt the dude. So uh, throw <laughs> as many punches as you want, and you, it just uh, he just kind of laughs at you, right? So um, you know, like I said, yeah, fought Paul Law, Shane Churla, but I, I obviously some other tough guys that I fought. Uh, but I think the toughest was uh, you know Bob Probert. Um, in Chicago when he was uh, kind of on his, uh, you know, on his way out. So, uh, so it'd probably be Proby. Who hit you the hardest? Oh, goodness gracious. Well, I've been hit uh, hard a lot. I, I didn't grab on. I was <laughs> like, I grabbed on in the middle and it was like, let's, let's, let's throw, but make sure we duck at the right time. Um, gosh, you know what? Uh, Man, oh Think man. about it and get um, back to me. I don't want to put you yeah. on the spot. Um, John, last question. John um, in Winnipeg says, Kevin Killer Kaminsky, you got a book out yet? Yeah, actually, I'm working on with uh, one of our buddies, Joe Lazito, right now. The great Joe Lazito. He's probably yes. watching right now in New York. Okay, well, listen, when you get that thing done, let me know. That's two tough guys right there. Um, we'll help yeah. you promote it and talk about it here. Well, we know Joe had his book out there with the train, uh, uh, massacre, or not, not massacre, but, 
but man, that was crazy uh, what he, you know, what he went through. And yeah, Joe's a great friend uh, since uh, early pro career, and uh, we've always uh, stayed in touch. And and I know we think this it's been crazy with this last summer, but uh, hopefully we can get back on track uh, after the season here and get uh, rewriting the book as well. Good for you. Good stuff, Keller. Okay, and thanks for fitting us in on your day off and continued success. Keep in touch, Keller. I wish I was in uh, Florida with you guys. You bet, Rod. Come on down anytime. The great <laughs> Kevin Kaminsky, the pr- the pride of Churchbridge, and uh, stop in and see the Kevin Kaminsky Arena. We'll be right back with Overtime with the Moose after this. It's the RP Show, Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, we're back and we got the moose uh, with us and uh, appreciate all of you hanging in today on what's been a Show. Mm, spicy. Um, and I'll line up what's going on tonight on the uh, Sports on Tap in a moment. But Moose, what are you uh, getting up to there in the big smoke in Tirana? You know, nothing tonight. No plans on the docket except to maybe check out uh, Thursday Night Football and dial into that uh, Bills-Patriots game tonight. So that will be fun. You got to go down to real sports. I think I mean, so. You were in the area last. Have you been there yet? Once, yeah, we've gone. Um, right after this the, week, uh, after the Raps okay. game. So maybe we'll go and check it out to watch watch the game. But we've been looking. That place books up fast. You can't oh, get yeah. a reservation in there. And uh, what a cool spot right down by the arena. I would like to uh, bring in some of the viewer comments here, but I can't. They are. <laughs> They're all having their own party in the YouTube comment section. I don't even know. I kind of got ensconced in my chat with Kevin Killer Kaminsky. And uh, somehow they all got talking about what they're having for supper tonight. And coffee and drinking and having a summer fest. I would love to have an RP show summer fest. Maybe that'll be next, but I don't know. Oh, I apologize. Randy in Powell River, BC, watching on Game Plus TV, says, ask Killer what he thinks of BC Hockey League rules that suspend players after just their second fight of the season versus the SJHL that suspends players after a player's fifth fight. Seems to be zero accountability in the BCHL. Sorry, Randy, I just opened this now. I apologize. But I I don't know how it came to be that we got Killer on, but we got to do it more. Good work, Clark. Great work with all the guests as usual. But Killer just... There's just something about him, eh? Isn't he cool? Very cool. Yeah, it's, you know, guys like that, they don't, they don't make them uh, like that too often. Like, there's not that many of those guys around. So when you find them and you have the great <laughs> conversations, it's special, right? That's why I say we got to get on the, uh, we got to get on the uh, sports banquet tour and with Killer. And I just, it's, oh, and I meant to say this, tomorrow's Football Friday, so maybe we'll, Remind me about Austin, Ken Austin. But John Ohm, Ohm says, Rod, did you go to Hooters yesterday? No. We went to a restaurant called, yeah, well, it used to be called the Two Georges. Now it's called the Cove. 
Photos are on both my social media and Serena's. A beautiful spot on the water. Didn't go to Hooters. We'll get there. But I'm eh, kind of past the Hooters thing. Appreciate it. But, you know, I don't know what made you. Th- oh, big names. This is what made me think of it. Somebody said Ken Austin isn't getting considered in U.S. football because he's not a big name. And I don't think Kent cares about that. He's had the big job. He didn't get a lot bigger than offensive coordinator with Ole Miss. It doesn't. And uh, Houston Nutt was the coach there, and they did some winning. Um, I don't think people, you know, media is saying that. Uh, I've got football people saying this, that Kent won't get this job. People are writing into our website, rodpeterson.com, saying, oh, Kent, you know, he's a big name in the CFL, but he's a nobody in the States. I don't know that that's even true, because the football people that I hang out with, they all know Kent. You know, and I just think at the end of the day, some people like the big stage, some don't. I mean, everybody, they used to say about me in Saskatchewan, oh, Rod's a big fish in a, sorry, big fish in a small pond. He loves that. No, I didn't like it. Even when times were good, it was tough. When times were bad, I hated it. I've told you about that. I had to go sit in a Tim Hortons parking lot in minus 47 and drink my coffee because I couldn't go inside anywhere. Couldn't go into Walmart. Couldn't go into Tim's. Can't go anywhere without people being up in your face talking about the football team or what have you. And I, no, no, you know, and Kent, my point is with Kent, whether he comes back to Sask or not, he probably won't, but I think he just wants to do the job. That's the thing with this show. I didn't care if there were two people listening or 2 million people watching. I don't care. I just want to do the job. Kent just wants to coach football. Do you see the point that I'm making? Yeah. When you love it, that's all you want to do is, is be a part of the game. And so you'll do whatever it takes to be a part of the game. Ryan O'Radio checking it. Last minute of play in the RP show. Ryan O'Radio says another great show, RP show. Thank you, Ryan. I was thinking of Ryan because he's such a big hockey fan. But they listen, go check out WQEE. You can listen online, by the way. I provide the links every day on Twitter. Ryan, go check your Twitter, by the way. It's going to be full. But they're playing the Georgia LSU game on WQEE this weekend. They play River Kings hockey, the RP show. We can be everything to everybody and be successful at it. We're a sports show. It doesn't matter. Canada, America, CFL, NFL, NHL, Junior, Connor, we can do it all. We can do it well. Just sit back and enjoy. Any last words from you, Governor? That summed it up pretty well. Have a great afternoon. (laughs) You too. See you tomorrow, everybody. Let's go. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) Hell yes. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Dundee. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.